Are we going to talk about it? Oh, we have to talk about so it. So yesterday, um, I worked very, very, very long hours at my job uh, overnight, and Connor was wildly, wildly hungover. And we decided, no, no, we're still going to record every Saturday. We, we don't care. One of us will be brain dead, and the other one will be brain dead. Not sponsored. Yeah, fuck, I wish. <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, um, we recorded an episode. It was like an hour and a half. It was long. It, it, was, it was very long. I do not remember a single thing I said. It was uh, essentially an hour and a half of two people barely awake. Mm-hmm. You could hear how in pain we both were. Yeah. I was hungover. You were exhausted. Yeah. Um... I kind of wanted to die the entire time, and yeah. we were rambling. Oh, it, it yeah. It <laughs> went from trying to start a topic. That topic would get interrupted, not by any of us. It would just get interrupted by another thought. We would start a subject, not go anywhere with it, and then we would just go on these rambling tirades <laughs> of sadness. <laughs> like, yeah. I... It, about halfway through, I had a thought where I was like, I don't think that we have said anything Anything. yet you know what the only thing we really said was what how shitty it is that harry potter world is open i really went off about harry potter world you did my my brain could only latch on to one single thing and that thing was was harry Harry potter Potter world World. being open and i don't even want to talk about it anymore no i we don't have to talk about it it's over it was it was angry it wasn't funny it was like we were were just mad and you know (laughs) you know what else i think uh was the problem what i got home and we immediately started recording. So you and I didn't like talk about our days or anything no. or like catch up. So like we weren't talking as if we were podcasting. We were just chatting. We weren't even though. It another <laughs> another thing about it was it felt really forced. Yeah. Because I because we've decided to not talk about your job really yeah. and I don't really talk about my job mm-hmm. because you know like professionalism. Yeah. And we just had to basically like find things to talk about, but we wanted to talk to each yeah. other about and just normal pretend things. that everything was, was fine. fine. <laughs> I was so tired, Connor. I did not want to record yeah. at all, but I was like, oh, like it's our second week. Like we can't, we can't fall into this already. Yeah. But we didn't even get batter and crumbs yesterday. I know. And I've you said it that, once. People? I'll say it a thousand times. Those crumbs are not going to batter themselves. <laughs> I am drinking uh, cold brew with a shot of vanilla and oat milk today. I got an iced dirty chai, which if you don't know what that is, because I didn't know, it's a chai latte with a shot of espresso. Um, I had an iced dirty chai with oat milk and lavender, but I finished it before we were even home. <laughs> this is a maybe less than 10 minute drive away from our apartment. I if, that, if there is a straw in a cup, I'm just, I'm an animal. I can't stop. I don't think an animal could use a straw. I'm a monster. <laughs> You're a monster. You're a monster. You mean the, the. I don't know the. why you always quote the Grinch after that because I'm quoting Shrek. I know, but like, <laughs> I. Green. Yeah. The Grinch is Harry Shrek. Shrek. <laughs> it's like there's um like those like ads for like men's like body trivers and stuff and it's like yeah. <laughs> you versus the guy she's talking to or whatever. It's like the Grinch next to Shrek. <laughs> Who's hotter? Um cuz the answer is so easy. It's the, it's the Grinch. You're wrong. What? Shrek is like so so much hotter. If... He's jacked as shit. The Grinch's body is like a teardrop. Yeah, very tiny, Very tiny chest, mm-hmm. big, big butt in a big tummy. Yeah, hot. Totally fine. That's my build, basically. <laughs> but, like, Shrek? Dude is built so like a tank. So you're telling me right now that if Jim Carrey's The Grinch walked up our stairs, you wouldn't fuck him? No. <laughs> you're telling me you would? <laughs> it says more about you than it says about me, my yeah, dude. How horny are you? Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> We used to, um, in my house, I used to live in at school, we just had, I'm sorry, I, I have to, no, I need to play with something. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I have to fiddle with something, but I need to fiddle with things yeah, that don't make noise. Grinch. You shut up. Um, we would just, we just had a game 
the whole two years I lived in that house, that was just, would you fuck blank? And it was just just a constant thing. The Grinch was a hot topic. Everyone said yes. Um, the Lorax, he was another one. On that. Answer is yes. On that, Chester Cheetah. Um... I do have to think about it because I I do want to say yes, but there's something about him. You know what's going to tip you over the edge? What? He was on his way to D.C. to fight uh, Nazis. That is true. Chester Cheetah, he's a he's a badass motherfucker. Um, I don't know though. I don't know if I would. I don't know if I would sleep with Chester Cheeto. We also. Uh, oh, I don't think he'd sleep over. Well, he, he, <laughs> that's he'd fuck that's you and what's leave. making me say no. Is I just think he's kind of shitty. I feel like he wouldn't. You know, you perform. Go, yeah. No, it's for him. Chester Cheeto fucks for him. Um, additionally, you know all of the Titans from Hercules? I thought you were about to say the Titans. Like, no, yeah. no, no, no. The Titans yeah. from Hercules. There's four of them. Yes. There's Blob Boy, Rock Boy, Wind Boy, Ice Boy. Yeah. Uh, we also picked which out of those ones you would sleep with. There's also it's, the Cyclops. Yeah, that's Blob Boy. Oh, I thought Blob Boy was Lava Boy. No, I. he is shaped like a blob. The Cyclops. Okay. Um, but the only answer in it's that Hades. question. No, no, no. The Titans. <laughs> I know. Fuck them all. It's though. the Ice Boy. If you had to pick one, it's the Ice Boy. Tall, lanky, just how I like him. Yeah, I mean that's fair. <laughs> I feel like um, a live-action Hercules. Pete Davidson would play the Ice One. Oh. <laughs> I I hope so. <laughs> Did you see? Um, they were t- there was casting like news about that the other day, and I immediately forgot it. Oh, it's um, the two men were in the in the talks for Hercules. Taron Egerton and, and Michael, Michael B. B. Jordan. Jordan. I want that to be Michael B. Jordan. Oh, so bad. So bad. Have you watched Creed or mm, Creed Two? No. Oh, we're watching that, so you could just look at him. Okay. Because one, those are great films. Mm-hmm. I really love Creed One and Two. Creed Two is. Phenomenal. I know you're talking about the movie, yeah. but I just really, really think you're talking about the band. <laughs> Dude, and I was like, I didn't know Michael B. Jordan was in Creed. I got I got made fun of the other day at work because like they I as as what I what I do and I work in a studio and I'm usually in charge of like the music on set. And I mean, you do that every day, Monday through Friday, you're gonna run out of songs to put yeah. on. And I had nothing left. It was Thursday afternoon. I got nothing to take. I couldn't think of a song to play. And when the stylist was like, oh, play uh, Third Eye Blind. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who the fuck is that? I know who they are. Before, oh, before okay. you get, I know who they are. But I was so it just, like. You couldn't even. And like, she was trying to like explain to me like a song. And she was like, you know. Uh-huh. I went. Oh, so I like I looked up like their like Spotify playlist. Guess who is also in that playlist? There's some there's some simple ones. You got like Weezer. Yeah, and, just the classic yeah. '90s alternative. You know who else is? Who? Um, fuck. Um, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I had it. It was part of the bit. Now I can't remember. Um, I'll fuck your fuck. <laughs> Sugar um, Gay. Oh, Sugar Ray. Yeah. <laughs> you could remember Sugar Gay, but not that the band's name was Sugar Ray. You remembered the joke, but not the. <laughs> Dude, I, I started. Also, when you said, I'll fuck your fuck, I thought you were talking about that SNL skit. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think he's in a band. <laughs> so, like. <laughs> Um, and then, like, my brain, like, melted at work, and I started thinking about, um, that video, but then I started thinking about the Scooby-Doo movie he's in, mm-hmm. and I couldn't stop laughing at, yo, what's up, dog? Dog? <laughs> oh my god, can we watch that movie sometime oh soon? God, 100%. Did you know, um, the guy who wrote and directed those movies is the Guardians of the Galaxy guy? I think you have told me that before yeah, yeah. james gunn hmm. yeah he's fucking weird he wanted them to be r-rated <laughs> yeah you notice it more in the second one when velma gets sexy oh yeah yeah um the second live action scooby-doo movie used to scare the absolute living shit out of me that's fair it was terrifying it's the first one's weird to look at 
The that, first one is a fever dream. The second one is a nightmare. That being said, though, <laughs> as a kid, dude, I wanted to go to Spooky Island so, so bad. bad. I wanted a fucking one-way ticket to, to Spooky, Spooky Island. Island. Do you think Spooky Island uh, has any COVID cases? Um, Spooky Island either has zero COVID cases or they were ground zero <laughs> and there's no in-between. And that weird green well that Scrappy-Doo is, like, worshipping. No, that's the vaccine. <laughs> You want to know what they're putting in your body? <laughs> you get the vaccine, you turn Goo in, from Spooky Island. You get that vaccine, you turn into this. It's like those purple monsters. Is it? Is it in the first movie where Scrappy Doo gets a really big head? Yeah. Yeah. You get the the COVID vaccine, and that's what happens to you. <laughs> Dude, you know what's so funny about that movie is they realized everyone's least favorite part about Scooby Doo is Scrappy Doo. Scrappy Doo fucking sucks. He's, he was always annoying. Yeah, he he ruined every show. So they made him the villain, and they made the whole point of the movie, the reason why he's the villain is that they kicked him out of the mystery gang because they hated (laughs) him. So he tried to kill all of them. Uh Uh-huh. Crazy. Yeah. The insane. Also, there's like a whole bit in it where like the body starts swapping, and the first thing Fred does is look at tits. Oh my god, yeah. (laughs) So weird. And then in the second one, like, something like that happens again. And, like, Shaggy, like, takes a drink or something. Uh And he grows boobs. Yep. What are those rated? PG-13. PG-13. Okay. I mean, I guess that's... Here's the thing. You look at a PG-13 movie now versus a PG-13 movie in the early 2000s, wildly different. Isn't, like, uh, that fucking Noah Centineo movie PG-13? Which one? To all the boys boys I I loved before. before? Yeah, there's... Well, he's in that. He's in... Sierra Burgess is the worst, which is really, that's a really problematic movie. Mm. Have you ever watched that? I have seen one movie with Noah Centineo in it, and it's to all the boys I loved before. There's like a scene in, like, Sierra Burgess is the worst, I think it is. Mm. It's the girl from Stranger Things. Um, and I don't watch that, I'm sorry. The whole point is, she has a crush on Noah Centineo, okay. and Noah Centineo thinks he's talking to someone else the entire movie. And there'll be scenes where he's on a date with the other girl who... So the whole the whole plot... It, I need to explain this because it fucking blows my mind. Mm-hmm. She has a crush on him and accidentally gets his number. And he thinks he is texting this, like, the popular hot girl. Who turns okay. out has kind of, like, a heart of gold, right? Mm-hmm. Sierra Burgess is interesting to Noah Centineo because she, like, has somewhat of a personality. And... The, the whole point is he's talking to her over text, but he thinks he's talking to the, the girl. The other girl. Yeah. And then the other girl and him will go on dates, and Sierra Burgess will just be, like, behind them, like, a few tables, or, like, in a movie theater a few seats back. And, like, the girl he's on the date with won't, like, kiss him or whatever. But then, like, there's a scene where they're in this, like, weird parking lot, and he's got this Jeep that no high schooler could ever afford, even with a rich parent. Yeah. And he's, like oh, like, this is a cute date. Like, I want to kiss you. And she, like, makes him put on a blindfold and then Sierra Burgess kisses him instead. Yeah, like, what the fuck? That's, um... That's not, like, allowed. No. (laughs) And here's the thing. Noah Centineo, for as fucking weird as he is and stuff, in those movies, he's actually probably the best part of them. Okay, that's fair. Like, I, I haven't really seen a lot of his uh his work. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. To All the Boys I Loved Before is actually really cute. Yeah. It's a really cute movie. It, I don't really remember it because I I didn't care too much about it, but yeah. it wasn't like like out of bad. All, like, like it wasn't like those. painful to yeah. watch. It wasn't like Kissing Booth. Have you seen the second one though? No. We, because one of my favorite commentary YouTubers haven't hasn't come out with one yet, so I haven't seen it. We uh, me and a bunch of my friends at school did like a big group thing for Valentine's Day. I don't know why I'm saying friends. I was in a fucking sorority. Me and all my sisters did a sisterhood event for Valentine's Day. I tried to like beat around the bush, whatever. I don't care. Um, and we watched okay. the, the <laughs> sorry, <laughs> we watched the second to all the boys I loved before. Oh, I didn't even know there was two. I, I think that's what it was. I genuinely don't remember, but I'm pretty sure it was the second of that. Oh. The first one pretty much wrapped up that story really well. Yeah, I it was not good. That's fair. Not good. Um, there's a few Netflix movies that are actually not that bad. I would say to the original, to all the boys I loved before, it's pretty cute. And then there's one, I think it's called like Unmatched or something. 
and it's like this guy it's like a tender horror movie thriller and it sounds oh. so shitty but like it gets really good and like mm-hmm. really fucked up and super dark <clears throat> and like the girl starts like stealing his identity slowly and like ruining his life Ooh. and it's like really interesting and it's kind of like fucking wild. It, it goes from like zero to a hundred like real quick. It is wild. Yeah. Um, but now all of a sudden, I feel like in the last year or so, Netflix has just been like knocking out like actual good movies, mm-hmm. like uh, The Devil All the Time with Robert Pattinson and Tom Holland was fucking great. Uh, Roma, like won an Oscar. Like they're just knocking shit out, and I don't know. I think it's cool because like yeah. as someone who loves movies. And kind of misses the theater experience. Mm-hmm. Dude, I don't miss it enough to want to go back anytime soon. Yeah. I don't really know a lot about movies. I pretty much know what you have shown me. Because I, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I do know that it used to kind of be like a joke when Netflix would come out with originals. But it yeah. seems like lately. I mean, movies for one thing. But also like the series that they're coming it's out really with. really good. They're fucking documentaries. Yeah. Yeah, um, so good. Anyone who is listening to this, if you are into crime documentaries, like the, true crime stuff, the newest one, Night Stalker, is really engaging. It is terrifying. It's disgusting. They, if you have like a sensitivity to gore and violence, I would not recommend that one. Yeah. Like it is way more intense than I thought it was going to be. And um. There's there's four episodes. We've only watched two I think so there's far. There's six actually. I thought there was six. There's only four. Oh okay. Yeah. Um. We only watched two so far, and I, um, I engage in a lot of true crime content, and one of like the big things that I really don't like, and I know a lot of people on the internet dislike, especially with Ted Bundy, is a big one. Is they really try to paint it that these serial killers are very like charming and inviting individuals, and like. If you listen to reports from the women, Ted Bundy was gross. Yeah. Like, they helped him because they felt bad for him. Like, he was he was disgusting. Mm-hmm. Like, he might have had, like, a pretty face sometimes, but, like, he was appalling. Yeah. Um, they don't even pretend that this man in The Night Stalker is anything besides just... A monster. Just the, the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. Like, they, they just over... Um, they really talk about over and over again how like smelly and now he just has like no teeth and like they they do a good job not pretending that serial killers are admirable because for some fucking reason there's like two i'm going on a bit of a tangent Uh, (laughs) there's like two groups of people who are like into true crime stuff and there's the group of people who like find it very interesting that like Oh my God, these people existed. These people got away with so much because usually the police departments involved just didn't see a pattern or a mm-hmm. problem in the beginning. And like, what is the psychological shit behind it? Like, what did they go through or what were they thinking that made them think this stuff was like the, the thing to do? Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's another group of people who think that serial killers are like cool and those are the ones that comment fucking uh heart eye emojis under ted bundy content or like those people who were doing like ted bundy povs on tiktok like so weird there's that group of uh true crime people who just shouldn't exist um night stalker is for the first group (laughs) so far at least maybe you'll take a turn the last two episodes i don't see it doing that but they even in the beginning, the the man who was like the like detective, who was um, kind of like spearheaded the whole yeah. operation, said over and over again, like I saw the connection between all these cases, and they just didn't listen to me. Yeah, like we could have gotten to identifying him sooner if the people involved listened to me. Yeah. But they just don't care. They also do a good part in this of being like, here are the problems with like the police force that like cause this. Like they talk about the territorial. Oh well, I want the guy. I want to bag him. Yeah, because he he was in L.A., which has a bunch of different um, counties. Well, L.A. County, the police department is split up into different like districts. Districts. Um, something. I think that's the term. Yeah, I don't remember the exact term. Um, 
but he talks about how the like police chiefs in charge of each district whatever they decided to call them would like fight over crimes yeah information (laughs) yeah so this person this night stalker who was all over la county and i think maybe some surrounding counties too no information was being shared because they didn't care about catching this guy who was literally like i don't want to talk about it because it's it's disgusting disgusting his his crimes had no um age limit gender race anything he was just a a literal monster and literally almost no consistency no consistency besides fucking shoe prints anyway um (laughs) it's crazy i highly recommend it if you can stomach it if parts are too much for you maybe like look away maybe like turn the volume down you'll get the gist of what they're talking about another good documentary on that aspect is um it's it's uh the yorkshire ripper documentary on netflix in the first it's interesting because the first two episodes like it's about the police department and their failures and then it talks about how feminism and women took back yeah like and owned that case and basically exposed how bad the police are at it and it's an empowering documentary on how like no we're not gonna stop going out we're gonna live our lives and you're not gonna stop it and it's yeah. really good. And I've never heard of the Yorkshire Ripper. Because I like true crime, but I don't really engage with it. Yeah. If one catches my eye, I'll be like, oh, that sounds fascinating. I'll listen to mm-hmm. it. But usually I don't really engage you in true crime. You don't seek it out. No. Yeah. I I would say my, more my poli- more like my podcast leanings mm-hmm. are like political podcasts, film podcasts. Um, I like, oh my God, sorry. I like ran out of like spit in my mouth. <laughs> so it just got Ew. really, I know. Um. Like political podcasts, I like sports podcasts, uh, gaming podcasts, and movie stuff. And then I love just two friends talking two, to two me. buds chatting. I love uh, two buds chatting on a podcast. Yeah. I I have not watched the Yorkshire Ripper documentary on Netflix. Um, I don't know too much about it because I think uh, the podcast that I really love, My Favorite Murder, mm-hmm. very good true crime. It's a true crime comedy podcast which sounds fucked up, but they just try to make it so you're able to stomach listening to that stuff for over an hour. Um, I'm pretty sure they covered the Yorkshire Ripper a while ago, and I listened to that. But the thing you said about, like, feminism and that movement reminded me, they talked about one case where, um, I forget where it was. I want to say it was in L.A., but I could be wrong because I just assume that every bad thing is in L.A. Because, <laughs> you know, yeah. it is usually. It's just because um, there's so many people there. There's so many people. It's huge. But uh, yeah. there was this, I don't know if he's classified as a serial killer because I don't know what the exact terms were. Maybe he's a sequence But killer. there was this murderer, <laughs> thank you, <Yeah. laughs> who um, really only went after sex workers. And a woman survived an attack from him and gave the police department the license plate number and a full description of this man. That was, that was in the Yorkshire Ripper documentary. Oh, was it really? I, uh, it might be who you're talking about. No, because it was in the States. Okay, yeah, because that's something they, that literally happened they, in the Yorkshire He only case. really targeted sex workers of color, specifically. Okay, yeah. So um, a black woman went to the police department, gave a full description, and... Um, license plate number and they just disregarded it yeah because they didn't view her as a person which is so fucked up that's that's what like a big part of the yorkshire thing was like they would try and classify women who never even did like sex work Mm -hmm. as prostitutes or women of the night and that's why they were getting killed and it wasn't until like a 16 year old innocent woman was murdered that they, they started carrying it's so Ugh. shitty it's so shitty and it's so frustrating maybe i like true crime so much because there's like that like a cab fuck 12 part of me that's yeah. like they could have stopped it yeah. so it just fuels my anger that's fair <laughs> i feel i feel like um there's been a few documentaries this year i really love i think two of my favorite were bobby kennedy for president that documentary was super empowering and very depressing mm-hmm. but very like wow, we've been here before, it's been worse before, and we got out of it. Yeah. And it's kind of that, like, okay, we can do this kind of A thing. little bit of, like, hope. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I loved Fear New York City and how the NYPD took down the mob. Mm. It is just fascinating. It is a breakdown 
of like how they went after the mob families, how they found out who they were, yeah. like early wire ta- uh, tapping techniques. Really cool. Like we said, fuck 12, fuck the NYPD. <laughs> but oh. dude, was... Of all 12s to fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but man, was that interesting. That yeah. was just a very interesting documentary because it's just like these people just doing the most that they can mm-hmm. and being like, the, these the, the mobs were running New York in the 70s. Yeah. And like how they beat them was insane. It is weird though to see Ru- Rudy Giuliani in a documentary and like what he's turned into. And this is when he was still like just the like an ex-mayor. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, oh no, that goblin man. Um, I saw a TikTok this morning and oh. it was, it was just someone saying like, Whatever. I don't even know what they said. But it included a clip of Rudy Giuliani, that's how you pronounce his name, dressed up as a woman and Donald Trump um, motorboating him. And this is a real thing that exists and it happened years ago. Are you sure that wasn't the clip of Chevy Chase doing that? Because, like, that was, that's a known clip where he's in, like, a pink dress and a blonde wig. Oh, was it? That's Chevy Chase. Are you sure? 100%. Okay, well... They said it was Rudy They Giuliani. said it was Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, that's not true. That's oh, okay. Chevy Chase. Okay. Like, fuck Chevy Chase, too. He's a bad dude. Oh. But, like, that. <laughs> oh, that's my God. Him. Chevy Chase is the guy on community, yeah. right? Oh, my God. Yeah, that's they, him. they did a, such a good job of uh, making him play himself in yeah. that show. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's him in that okay. clip. Okay, good. I just uh, I saw it this morning and I was like, I, I don't want this to be real, but. Yeah. Pardon me. I would say, like, look at those comments and see how many people are saying, hey. Not uh, a single person said it was Chevy Chase. In the that's comments. so funny. It's TikTok. They, <laughs> bless their soul, honestly. Oh, my God. Sorry. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> what? what? See, I have no context for what you're even, like, I know, so I'm going to talk about, about it. <laughs> um, it just reminded me of uh, that guy that I hooked up with <laughs> in the a while ago. Uh Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He was from Alabama. Bama. And he literally said to me, he was like, listen, I know you don't know anything about Southerners because you're from Pennsylvania. You grew up in the suburbs. Now you live in Philly. If anyone ever says bless your soul to you, they're telling you to go fuck yourself. And I was like, oh, wow. (laughs) Why does it sound so nice, though? (laughs) Dude, Southerners are weird. I'm just going to say it. Southerners terrify the shit out of me. Hot take. South? Kind of fucked. Not not that cool. <laughs> yeah. I will say, Southern food hits. Also, like, uh, parts of Texas are cool. Like, the big cities seem yeah, fun like, to like be Austin at. Austin and stuff. Austin and, like, Houston, yeah. Yeah. And shout I mean, out, like... Shout out Dan. There's parts, of the, there's parts of the South that are really cool. Like, Atlanta is, like, up and growing. Yeah. And you have parts like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, fuck Florida. Uh, fuck, like, North Carolina. Um, I like Myrtle Beach, but also I haven't been there in like probably is, 10 is years. Is the Outer Banks in North or South Carolina? I think it's in North. I think it's North. Uh, we'll separate that. They, they could stay. Yeah. Um, eh, yeah. I don't know. I was there this summer. Oh, yeah? And it yeah, but was... you didn't have a good experience. Yeah, I was there with work. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, like the last time I went to the Outer Banks, I was just in a beach house for a week riding bikes around the island. No, yeah, like I think it was fun, but I wouldn't say that the people there are um, included in our exclusivity of like good Southerners, you know? That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a, little, a little scary. <laughs> oh, that's fair then. Okay. Um, what else? I mean, there's parts of Virginia that are cool. Like, I, I know... think I've literally only ever driven through. Wait, no, I've been in Woodstock, Virginia. Okay. Because that's where uh, national headquarters are for the sorority I was in. <laughs> okay, cool. That's awesome. Good for you. Yeah. Um, but I didn't like see people. We just like stayed in a big house and then like went hiking the one morning. One of my friends lives in, I want to say, West Virginia. Country Road. Um, and his town looks so cute west virginia's cute he works in this like really cool little coffee shop is west virginia the south does the south start below virginia well uh i'm gonna add a little a little cliff's note to that um i don't know a single fucking thing about geography so i don't even know where west virginia is i couldn't tell you where kansas is i know it's the midwest but where i know um i I know where utah is Last year, maybe two years ago, I don't 
I don't know, like a year ago, um, I was hanging out with Dan and there was a little math in the back of my planner. And I told him that I don't know anything about geography. So we found a blank map of the United States and he had me label as many states as I could. I think I got like 12. And that's including like PA, Texas, like <laughs> I feel like Alaska. If you gave me a map and you gave me a list of states, yeah. I could probably knock them out. If you didn't give me that list. You don't know the song? Don't. I'm not going to sing it. I know it. the song. I know of it. I couldn't sing it. Oh, because that's why I know all the states. I I'll just always forget one or two. Hmm. And the, it'll frustrate me to no end. But if you gave me like a list, I'd probably be able to go by quarters. I'd probably be able to fill out like the north, the deep south, the deep west, the deep, the deep northwest, the deep northeast. <laughs> I'm, I'm done with that. <laughs> um, I went the north, the south, the northeast. <laughs> for, for audio listeners, uh, northeast was in the south in the way that he was pointing. The southwest even is where I pointed. <laughs> so... so some may say the opposite of the Northeast. Yeah, some may say that. This is why I went to an art school that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Um, I literally, like, I know Pennsylvania, Ohio, um, Illinois. Yeah, I know that. Oh, no, no, no. I already fucked up. It's Pennsylvania, Ohio, Indiana, yeah, yeah. Illinois. Yeah. And I know that because we would drive to Indiana to visit family. I know that because I had to drive with my brother to move him in in college. Mm, yeah. So, um, long fucking drive a whole lot I know of Tennessee is like a little rectangle with a nose. Um, Aren't they all little rectangles <laughs> with a nose? Maybe. Like, I don't know, man. They all look the same. Uh, Especially, there's like those four states. I think that's Colorado, Utah, Arizona, New Mexico. Sure. Because there's that one point where you can you stand in all, all four. Of them, you can yeah. milli rock your way across four states. Body roll your way. I like that you got quieter because you saw me roll my eyes as soon as you said Millie Rock. You said you can Millie Rock your way across four states. Shameful, man. (laughs) It's like you caught me doing something wrong. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't know geography. The end. It is insane how much better this episode is than the one we deleted. I can't even like... Oh my God. (laughs) There's only one good thing that I... We'll talk about again that we talked about on the episode that will never see the light of day, and that's Hamtaro for oh. the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> well, like, okay, before we go into that, we have to start from the beginning. Those are the Flash games, mm-hmm. and I still find that Twitter trend thread trend. Yeah. Um, brain break, no worky, yeah. and I was I was like thinking about mini clip games and. There used to be this one game where you were a yellow car and you would drive around a city and every other car would try and like run into you and like really? none of my friends could beat it and I remember like I was so good at oh it my God. and it was like it was one of those games where like your controls are spacebar to go forward and then uh, left and right on your um, keyboard. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I wanted to say controller, but I yeah, know that's not right because a... mouse and keyboard for PC gaming, unless you want to play a game that has a better input system on a control pad, but that's different. <laughs> um, so anyway. <laughs> and I was just really good at it. And then that's when I knew I was a gamer. That's when uh, you came out as a, as a gamer. gamer. <laughs> Mom and dad, that's... I have something to tell you. What is it, son? I'm a I'm a gamer. Well, why couldn't you just be gay? <laughs> Come on, son. At least be cool. I don't think I ever played that game, though. Oh, it, I, it was probably called, like, Car Escape or something. Yeah. I, I wish I had. Games, I know. Dude. I wish I had my phone on me so I could start, like, get like a list of mini clip games yeah. but <sighs> mini clip had such good ones like they had like the 3d style ones that were like video games mm. and they were free until they weren't mm. and there was a time where they like launched <laughs> mini clip plus members uh, access yeah. to all the 3d games and then there was some... like pogo you ever, yeah. you ever go i know pogo? what pogo is yeah but it was also like one of those things where it was like it was before the app store so like they, they would, like, charge you for some games. Like, oh, you can only play this game for free for 10 minutes. And then it was, like, $3.99. Oh. And I'd be like, oh, I'm just going to play this for 10 minutes over and over, over and, and over, over again. again. Yeah. <laughs> um, damn, there were some good Flash games there. Like, GameFudge.com had, like, a fake Mega Man game. Oh. 
and it was literally like if someone stole Mega Man, put it on the internet with like a nondescript level. You know what? So the, fun. The best game was that I didn't even think of yesterday because my brain was non-existent. Yeah. Um, balloons tower, tower defense. defense. Holy oh. shit! And they have it for the iPhone uh, five, I think it is. Balloons uh-huh. tower defense. De- <sighs> balloons tower defense five. It costs money. But when you get to like the later stages and you start having like the the big ass blimps and you have like ten super monkeys like all the way advanced to the end, your phone just doesn't move. Like nothing on the screen moves, but you can hear the noises of balloons popping. So you're just hoping that it'll pop up and say that you won at the end because you can't see shit. It's so fun. Dude, you know it was like a phenomenal early like iPhone game, Plants vs Zombies. I never played it. So good. Yeah. Then they made they made a like a series of games on like consoles of Plants vs mm-hmm. Zombies, and they yeah, were like it was on like the Xbox. I yeah, think. they were like yeah. third person shooters. Yeah. They were really good. Yeah, I never. Um, I really only played like puzzle games on my phone, and I still only really play puzzle games on my phone. Big Sudoku girl over here. Big Sudoku girl. Bad I, bitches play Sudoku. I have an iPad in my bedroom and the only two things that i do on that ipad uh three things i'll scroll on pinterest on there sometimes just remind me to go back to this saying bad bitches play sudoku okay yeah, i will finish. um i'll scroll on pinterest but the two main things are i play sudoku and i play um i don't remember what it's called but there's like numbers on the edge of a grid and you have to fill out blocks, and it makes a picture. Yeah, I got nothing. Uh, nonograms, maybe? Sure. But they're so fun. I love puzzle games. Okay. I do. I like puzzle games. I like strategy games a lot. Yes. Bad but, bitches play Sudoku. Okay. So there seems to be a pattern in the girls I talk to, or attempt to date, mm-hmm. or have sexual intercourse with. Wow. Right? Um, <laughs> and... They usually have IBS, <laughs> <laughs> love puzzle games, and watch a lot of Twitch. Mm-hmm. It seems to be a pattern. Yeah. Now, I don't think you have IBS. No. And I do have acid reflux disease, though. So I got tummy issues. So bad bitches have tummy issues, yes. love puzzle games, yes. and love content. Yes. And... I think, and we've talked about this before, every girl I date or talk to (laughs) has to be able to be friends with you, Mm -hmm. which means they have to also be able to talk to you about the things that you like. So in my head, when I was talking to someone and I'm like, Sarah would find them boring, it is like, (laughs) they're gone. It's over. It's immediately over. So when they're like, yeah, like... I love Twitch, and like I watch these people. I'm like, Sarah likes Twitch. Okay, here we go. Okay, and they're like, could, Yeah, I, like sometimes that. my stomach get hurt after I eat, and I'm like, Okay, no, Sarah, Sarah has tummy issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. That's two out of three. <laughs> and then they're like, And I just really love puzzle games. I'm like, We got a winner here. Woo! Woo! Official. We can now three checks. You're a bad bitch. <laughs> <laughs> bad bitch checklist. Bad bitch checklist. Tummy issues, puzzle games, Twitch streamers. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but like we just yeah. compare the people we talk um, to. A, lot. a big thing for me um, when I'm on the apps is if a man says that he's a photographer, I have to go to his Instagram. I have to form an opinion by myself first, and then I show Connor. And I'm like, so this guy says he's a photographer, and usually Connor's like, mm. or sometimes he's like, oh yeah, that's my friend. Um, <laughs> But that's a big one for me. If, it, if a guy is a photographer, I can't talk to them unless you already know them. <laughs> no, that's completely fair. <laughs> because, not, like, you know what would be worse? If Matt. Like, because, like, I'm admittedly pretentious, mm-hmm. but I feel like my level of pretentious has really gone down recently. Like, especially since now I work full-time in yeah, the industry. Yeah, you haven't really been, like, um, you know, engaging as much. You know much? why? Well, They're not my competition anymore. Yeah. Like, you have a job. <laughs> I, I have a job. I win. Like, yeah. Um, and, and that is a toxic part of the freelance culture. Mm-hmm. Like, you can have friends who are photographers in your industry, and they're kind of like, okay, well, they're in my city, and I want those clients too. And yeah. there is admittedly a 
part of human culture that is like competitive. It's naturally competitive. You want the job, someone else might Especially get it. Especially in the arts, yeah. Yeah. So now that I'm full time in a studio, I definitely don't feel that animosity towards mm-hmm. people that I always felt bad about feeling. Yeah. I never liked feeling that oh, way. Oh, I mean, listen, I'm a dancer. Um, I have so many friends that are dancers that like I don't really talk to that much anymore because I danced with them in high school in my old studio and then we all went to different colleges we don't really talk but there's like a part of me yeah that like i see them post dance content and i'm like i know that this is good but i don't want to like it because like yes we're yeah. in the same area yeah and it's shitty it is. but it's i mean the arts they train you to be competitive oh yeah uh, a fucking dance <laughs> dude my favorite part about going to art school was critiquing so i could inflate my ego yeah yeah (laughs) we didn't really um we didn't really have a lot of student critique in dance dude my teachers would literally just put everyone's work on the board and just go one at a time i kind of would rather be critiqued by a a peer than my professors though because they they can be a little a little harsh See, my professors were soft. Oh. So I hated We them. only had two, so, yeah. you know, I, what are you going to do? I, <laughs> I had such a problem with how soft our professors were. They were great. I loved my teachers. They taught me a lot, especially, like, my fashion teacher. He was such a mentor to me, but he was too nice. Yeah. Photos that were either poorly exposed or, like, the project wasn't even finished, he would he would find excuses for it. And I get it. You, you don't want to, like, shut someone down, but... I am under the opinion that, hey, maybe it's not for everyone. Yeah. You know? That's okay. You gave it a shot. Maybe it's not for you. Mm-hmm. And there was such a frustration where I was there. I was paying for college by myself. And someone who was getting it paid for them wasn't even putting in the work. And I had to share time with them made me upset. Yeah. And I think that's reasonable. That's completely, Which yeah. like, I'm paying for this. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking 19 paying thousands of dollars to get this professional's Opinion. And, like, you're doing it for fun, and we're getting the same yeah. critique back. So, yeah. it was it was frustrating. And, and this all comes back to, like, if you think my opinion oh. on a photographer <laughs> boy is, like, harsh, oh, my God. Matt would literally be like, oh, he's a photographer? Don't fucking talk to him. I haven't actually talked to a photographer since I moved here. Yeah. I've matched with a couple, but, like... Yeah. One of them I really like. You know which one I really I do know like. which one yeah, you're yeah. talking about. I think, he's talking a, about. I think he's a cutie. He's a cutie. And he is so talented. Yeah. He is literally one of the most talented street photographers I think I have ever encountered. He does all my film. Yeah. Like, I'm I love I'm not going to talk about it anymore, but yeah. yeah. He's a cutie. We didn't really talk either, though. Yeah, we just no. matched and then whatever. I just um, I just love whenever I see him and my face lights up whenever I run into him. Now. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think that even if a man is a photographer and he's kind of good there's just a part of me that's like i don't want to engage with you though because like yeah yeah something that something in my dating life that i have experienced is i try to never tell people i'm a photographer because that's not my personality yeah it's something i'm passionate about i love studying i Mm -hmm. love being surrounded by photography i know a lot about it's literally my career I don't, it's not my personality. Yeah, I, um, the only reason that me being a dancer ever really gets brought up is because I just graduated college and I just got a degree in it. So yeah. it's like, it just happened in my life. So it's usually a thing that gets talked about. But I really don't, like, I would never, I don't think any of my friends, if they had to describe me, would describe me as a dancer. Yeah, no. You know, like, I love it yeah. so much, but I don't, like, it's not. Yeah, I think. To be fair, though, if someone were to be like, oh, what does Connor do? Oh, he's a photographer. Yeah. Like, because that is what I do. Yeah. It's what I've done for the last, like, six years of my life. Mm-hmm. And it's it's funny because I feel like if you look at, and it's such a shitty way to judge it, if you look at, like, my Instagram, I have not really been posting anything. Yeah. But I haven't stopped shooting. Yeah. Like, I've been taking photos with, that, with my phone cameras, like, all the time. I just have, like, four rolls ready to develop at any time. I'm just oh, g- we could do that today if you wanted to. They're closed today. They're yeah. Sunday. Never mind. Yeah. Okay. I have gotten... I could... No, they're probably closed tomorrow, too. Yeah. And Tuesday and Wednesday. Cool. Um, <laughs> I have gotten really good at just taking photography back for me. Yeah. I don't need someone's opinion on yeah. it. And I think that's another, that's another thing in, like, the freelance field, especially now, is really... 
it's it's self-toxic and it's self-destructive mm-hmm. is like if i'm not posting stuff people won't know i'm shooting yeah. and then they won't book me or they won't engage in interest mm-hmm. i've gotten to the point where not only is my monday through friday photo related and i work in a creative environment surrounded by creative people but my network of people and my network of loved ones or anything know what i do and they're willing to share my work with people or recommend me or hit me up and be like hey like what are you doing do you want to go shoot some photos and i'm usually like you know what yeah yeah that sounds fun yeah i will say right now it sucks because i would love to go shoot but i really I, I just don't think it's like something that I need to force right now. Yeah. Like I want to go take portraits really bad. Like um, my friend Liv and I are trying to plan a shootout, mm-hmm. but I want to make sure it's done well. I want to make sure it's safe. It's not rushed. It's exactly. In, yeah. And it's something where it's like, okay, you know what? If I take 10 photos a year that I love, mm-hmm. it's good enough. Yeah. It's good enough for me. And I think even though you aren't um, doing like planned shoots anymore, like you said, you always have your point and shoot on you. And like, personally for me, yeah. I love those images so much. Usually yeah. because I'm like there. Yeah. <laughs> like not in it, but like I was there. I saw you take the photo. And it's like, I think for me and probably for other people who are very close friends to you, I like seeing you put out that content so much more because... I mean, you're not... I do love the portrait work you do, by the way. I don't want to, like, fucking... Yeah. Um, I understand. I I got the context. But I think for, like, me and other people that are are close friends, like, we still look forward to seeing those little point-and-shoot shots because, like, oh, like, I remember when we did that or when we were there or, like, all of that stuff. It's a moment. Yeah. And... That is something I've also like. I'm sorry that like I kind of like took over this conversation. No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> but there there was a there was a time in my life, especially in college, where I was I will be a fashion photographer. That is what I am meant to do. That is the only thing I am meant to do. And me and Matt, like fuck, man, we were committed to it. Mm-hmm. Driving up to New York, fucking shooting for twelve hours a day, assisting, doing whatever we could. Like, and hats off to Matt. He has made this shit work. He oh, is yeah. the hardest working person I know. He is committed to what he does and he will never take anything less. Yeah. Whereas for me, I was like, I'm not happy. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I found out I wasn't happy chasing that high constantly. Yeah. And I ended up assisting for an editorial photographer who shot very different kinds of things. And I started falling in love with that. And then... I was an event, not I was actually not an event photographer, but I was a photo- I was an editorial photographer who that covered small town things in our hometown. Yeah, and I had a lot of fun doing that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I would have my personal shoots here and there, but I had a lot of fun shooting stuff that I would then see in print and be like, "Fuck, yeah, this is mine. I shot that, and it's in this magazine." Mm-hmm. Like, and that was so cool. And I don't think I ever posted any of that stuff. Yeah ever and then through assisting and networking with people i didn't need to be the person behind the camera i just wanted to be the one of the people that made it happen mm-hmm. and that's why be involved and that yeah. led to where i am now in yeah. a studio position where there is so much room for growth oh yeah and i am so happy every day mm-hmm. like working on set like fills my heart with so much joy and the team that i'm surrounded by and it's been a long time coming. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you were there for a long <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> if anyone knows me who is listening to this, y'all remember the bad times this year. Yes. And they were they, they were bad. And that's the thing with this industry and chasing an art. Highs and lows. Mm-hmm. Really drastic ones. Yeah. And I finally feel like where I am at is a subtle climb, mm-hmm. which is what I've always wanted. Yeah. Not plateaued. I am just constantly... Like, I got a 2% incline. Yeah. Where it's just like, you know, this is good, and tomorrow's good, and the next day is good. It's more of like a wooden roller coaster than like Dorney Park's Steel Force, you know? You're going up very, very slowly at a gentle incline instead of just straight shot. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I guess like when you first started that analogy, I was like, is mine more rocky and like no, going to no, break no, no, my no, no, spine? No. <laughs> like, wooden coasters can't go straight up, but they're still just as fun. I think I prefer Steel Force. 
Really? Than Thunderhawk. That thing would fucking break your neck. If you needed to, like, get a knot out of your spine, you just went on that roller coaster. Dude, uh, did you ever go to Dorney Park in, like, middle school? Yeah. I don't know if you were one of these people, but whenever I went in middle school, all of the guys that I went with would take their seatbelts off. Oh, I remember that shit. On Steel Force. I remember that shit. And for those of you who don't know Steel Force at Dorney Park in Wildwater Kingdom. Allentown, um, Pennsylvania. It's big. Yeah. It's a big boy. And it's the biggest roller coaster at the park. Is it still? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess it would. I, think that, I was thinking there's Hydra, there's... Uh, Talon. Talon. Talon's my Talent is so fun. Um, but Steel Force is just, it's very, very high, and then you drop, like, basically straight down. That's, and then there's a bunch of other fucking, yeah, yeah. it's fun. Oh, fuck, I miss roller coasters. Dude, I miss Hershey Park. I've never gone when it was, like, open. But anyway. It'll happen. Um, I would go to Steel Force. I'd fucking, I'd go to Dorney Park. (laughs) I'd go to Steel Force. (laughs) Um, in middle school, and the boys that I went with would take their fucking seatbelts off on the top of the mountain. Hey, ladies, and check this out. if you didn't do it, they'd be like, oh, you're a fucking pussy. Like, you're afraid. And I'd be like, yeah, I am afraid. It's a roller coaster. It's, kind of, it's a thrill ride, like, and I am thrilled. I, I am very comfortable with the adrenaline I am getting by being safely secured in this seat. And half the time, I still don't feel 100%. No, because the seatbelts didn't always tighten, and, like, the the bars wouldn't go down far enough. And when you're like, how old are you in middle school? Like 11, 12? 23. Anyway, <laughs> um, they wouldn't touch your legs. There would be like a few inches between my thigh and the lap Lift bar. Up a little bit. So when you went over the bumps, you would like fly out of your seat. Could you imagine not wearing a seatbelt during that? Well, dude, you got to realize the girls will look at you and be like, he's not as strong. And I'll be like, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> dude. stupid. Hey, dude, you're 12. It's okay. Hey, if any 12-year-olds are listening to this, wear, <laughs> Turn your, it fucking, off. wear your fucking seatbelt on Steel Force. It's not cool. They're never going to talk to you again. Hey, uh, if any 12-year-olds are listening to this, uh, just hit pause and close the app. No, they, they can keep listening. I listened to worse things when I was 12, and I'm fine. Okay, you don't have to give me that look. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fair too. I mean, at twelve, I was watching like Rooster Teeth. Skits yeah, we talked and... about this last time. Like, we engaged in some bad shit when we were young. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, dude. So, <laughs> but wear your seatbelt. Yeah, seriously though. Like, you're not cool, and honestly, <laughs> she's probably not that cool, or he's not that cool. Like, or they're not that cool. For sure. Yeah. Hundred percent. Whoever they are, they're not that cool. They're yeah. in middle school. <laughs> like you, you are too. You're not that cool. No one's cool. So wear your seatbelt so you don't <laughs> fucking die. Could you imagine dying? <laughs> Could you imagine being 12 years old? And dying. <laughs> and you go to Steel Force. Uh, her mom drops you guys off and your mom picks you up because, you know, you share carpool. You go to Steel Force. You go to fuck. Oh, my God. I keep saying it. You go to Dorney Park with, with your lady at the time. And you really want to impress her. And mm-hmm. you don't you don't uh, win her a stuffed animal. You don't buy her a big a big soda or a big snack. No, no, no. That's that's children's shit. You take her to Steel Force. You wait in line so you're in the um, the front car. Yeah. Because that's the best one or the back sometimes. Either way, you wait in line so you're in the front car. You go and you sit with her. You get to the top of the mountain and you go, hey, watch this. And you take your seatbelt off. And then you fucking die. die. <laughs> you get fucking slingshotted out and of it. And then her, your mom comes to pick you guys up. And she's got to run out and be like, hey, your son died because he took his seatbelt off on a roller coaster. That's cringe. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who I'm talking to because I don't know who would listen to this. And also, like, the, uh, the Venn diagram of people who are listening to our podcast and people who take their seatbelts off on steel force. There's Which no I overlap. I actually have the statistics of like who listens to our <laughs> podcast. Um, I want you to guess uh, the percentage of male to female. 50, 50. No more men, more females. Oh, okay. Yeah. I actually kind of assumed that yeah. I was just, according to our analytics, um, our audience is 86% female. Hell yeah. 14% bitches. male. Um, and we don't have any non-binary or non-specified, but I don't know if Spotify allows those Like, options. allows that? Um, yeah. To all of the females listening. To all... To all the gender non-conforming hey. friends listening. 
Yeah. To all the men listening. <laughs> Just kidding. I love yeah. you all too. I love the boys, but the boys are also the girls. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And sometimes. They're whatever they want to be. They're anyone. You whatever can you're be, comfortable. You can be whatever you want to be on this podcast. Yeah. Except a racist. Or somebody that takes their seatbelt off on steel horse. What, what's worse? <laughs> I, think, I think there's a, there's a pretty there's clear a pretty, answer there. There's a pretty clear answer. However, both. I was going to say, I think maybe the Venn diagram of people who are racist and people who take their seatbelt off on steel horse, it's one circle. Oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, okay. I don't want to paint all 12-year-old dummies with a brush. But they're racist. Yeah. They're racist. <laughs> yeah. All 12-year-olds? who take off their seatbelt on Steel Force are racist. I love that this has become a whole tangent we're going on. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, dude. You See, you made me think about oh, middle shit. school dates. I don't... I didn't do those. I... You know what I was in middle school for hmm. people all? The third wheel. Oh, I got my first boyfriend in eighth grade. No, I was... His I name's was, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know what the situation always was? And I hate this. If you do this to this day still, because I know like 20-year-olds who do this shit. If you hit up your homie to hang out and you bring your girlfriend. And you don't say anything. And you don't say anything. You're like, no, dude, we're just hanging out. But then you just are with your significant other or your person that you're seeing or talking to or mm-hmm. trying to fuck the entire night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fuck that. Or if, you know, you want to have a boys' night and then you invite girls that you want to hook up with. <laughs> and you just don't talk to your boys the rest of the night. Yeah. Not that cool, guys. Yeah, not that cool, dude. Not that cool. Yeah. Um, I just, Your friends come first. Whoever they are, your friends come first over who you're trying to fuck. Everyone gets, everyone wants a nut. Everyone gets their nut. Yeah. Everyone wants matter. to lay that pipe. Everyone wants a good fucking lay, right? But, bro... If you invite your friends to hang out with you, and then you're like, uh, yo, so like Tiffany's coming over. Uh, she's cool though. She's one of us. She's, she's fine. And then you don't hear her voice the entire night. <laughs> yo, guess what? She's not cool. She's not one of us. She's not. Uh, the answer is no. Yeah. Well, like, say you were like hanging out with your girls, and like they were like, oh, Brad's gonna meet us at the bar. He's great. I promise you. And he he's goes, never great. And he comes over. He's like, so. Brad. Yeah. And she's like, oh my God, isn't he great? And you're like, he hasn't looked at us the entire night. Yeah. He stared at your tits the whole night. Yeah. And then asked if you guys could leave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he bought your drinks all night and then made us pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> he sent Venmo requests to all of us. But he only bought your drinks. I'm sorry. This also, um, one time I went to the bars with my friends and, uh, a girl who I don't really talk to that much anymore. Um, like, okay, so, like, if you're at the bar yes. and you're with a group of friends and okay. you, I'm sorry. So can, far I relate to if this. If you can hear me cracking my fingers right now. Um, but anyway, yeah. you're with a group of friends. Okay. Uh, there's a line to physically get a drink. Okay. So one person is like, hey, like, if there's, like, six of us and I'm like, hey, I'm going to go get a drink. Like, do you want me to grab you something? And you tell me a drink. Um, would you expect that person to send you a Venmo request the next day for the drink that they got you? <laughs> Let me also include that drinks are a dollar at my college. No. If, yeah. if, if they're that cheap, no. So now, like, now, for instance, um, there was there was like when I would go out in Mammy Uncle lot with like a group of friends. Yeah. Right? And just to make things easier, I would just put it on my card. Right, on like a, like a shared tab, and at the end of the night, you split it. Yeah. This isn't that. Yeah. This is you only paying cash because drinks are a dollar, and then you tip a dollar. dollar. Um, Damn, 100% tip? Literally, yeah. I mean, if you don't, at a college, but, eh, well, never mind. I'm not going to go off on that. Um, <laughs> Damn, you were ready to throw some heat on that, too. I was. I saw those hands, too. Yeah. You were ready to go fucking in. Um, but if, like... If you're just with a group of friends and you're like, hey, I'm going to go get myself a $1 vodka crayon with well liquor. Do you want me to also grab you one? And you say yes. And then that friend sends you a Venmo request for a dollar the next day. It's like, fuck you. Dude, why? Yeah, dude, I'll fucking walk a dollar over to you before I fulfill that. Yeah. Also, like, 
in you're college, gonna wait one to three business days to get a dollar in, in college like or you wait <laughs> you don't wait and, and you, you get, get 75 cents <laughs> it's literally like holy shit people oh my god fuck um, off yeah but like in college like you don't you never venmo people i feel no. like it's oh, just no. a sh- you just you, yeah, figure, you, you get the, you get yeah, the next yeah, yeah, one. Yeah, you got yeah. me. Uh, you got me. Yeah. I do want to, this reminds me of, like, the one of the last times, like, I, like, really went out, went out. I think it was, like, last fall. And I went out with a group of, like, I would say, like, six or seven people. We went to Manioc. We went to Ryan's Pub. Mm-hmm. If you know Ryan's Pub, I love Ryan's Pub. <laughs> it sucks and it's great. And there was this girl. Mm-hmm. And I knew her from Instagram because she was just like one of those people who like popped up and you're like oh, fuck you're you're very, you're very pretty <laughs> follow <laughs> yeah you're very pretty I will not bother you by liking every single one of your things but you showed up on my discovery you're pretty I don't mind that being on my feed every now and again uh-huh. and then you also find out they're kind of cool too and into good music and you're like okay fuck this is maybe DM slide seven years from now mm-hmm. when I have any confidence um and then we were at the bar and I'm, I'm with all my girlfriends, and she's there. Mm-hmm. And dude, my jaw dropped. <laughs> like, she, she, like, I, I'm going to gush over this because I still haven't gotten over it. She was so pretty. This was, like, one of the most beautiful human beings I have ever seen. I have shown you her before. Yeah, I think I've heard this story before, yeah. too. And <laughs> it was, like, when I first started getting some money, it was when I was at my old job, so I had regular income, and we were celebrating that night. And I remember all my girlfriends were like, oh, my God, go talk to her, go talk to her. I was like, no, you know what I'm going to do instead? We're all going to be at this bar, and I'm going to order shots. And I did that? Yeah. Man, oh my God, are shots expensive in this city. (laughs) When you do not specify (laughs) bottom shelf liquor, they'll go, okay, mid to high then. Mm -hmm. And... My my dumbass trying to be like, yeah, yeah, I'm hot. I'm hot oh, yeah. shit right now, right? Was it tequila shots too? Uh-huh. Yeah. Was it Patron? I don't know. Was it... Okay, never mind. I'm just not... Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know a lot of tequila brands. Okay. Um, and for six people to get shots, I want you to guess how much that tab was. Six $80. People. Go up. $90. Go up. $100? Go up. How much was it? $125. I can't do math, but that seems like way too much money per shot. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I tipped them too. Well, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And this was all just for um, her to not even notice. That. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I think back on it, and I was so silly. Like, yeah. I could have just walked up to her and been like, You could have just bought her a drink. drink. I know. <laughs> I know. I spent $125 to cuck myself. Like, plus tip. Plus tip. I, I can't forget a tip on a cuck. Like, um, oh my God. One time at school, this is not this is not relating to that too much, but um, one time at school, I, once again, drinks were a dollar yeah. at Indiana bars. So I would bring a 10 with me and that would be my fucking night. Oh my God. And that was it. And Jealous. even, and like. Then if you wanted more, you could always use your card, but, like, whatever. Yeah. Um, I went up. I got myself uh, two vodka waters with lemon. So $2. I um, – actually, sorry. This night I had a 20 on me because I just got back from babysitting and I had cash. I had a 20 with me. I didn't want to break it. Uh, I got two vodka waters with lemon. I handed her the 20, and then I walked away because I forgot that I um, needed change. So this sweet woman working at the Coney in Indiana, Pennsylvania, got an $18 tip on two uh, crown, what is it? Crown. Crown Royal. Is that the, no, I think Crown Royal is the dark liquor. Yeah, what are you talking Crown about? Crown Roos, which is oh. shitty, shitty vodka. Ugh. Two vodka waters with lemon, no ice, room temperature, and this woman got an $18 tip on it. And you know what? I'm happy for her. Good you know for her. Not yeah. happy for me, though. But that was, you know, it's in the past. It's in the past. <laughs> I think that's a good place to end it. Like, <laughs> I, th- I think our two uh, weird bar stories are a good place to end it. And 
Man, do we miss him. Can I say one more thing? Oh, by all means. The thing I really miss um, about Indiana bars that you didn't even get to experience when you came to visit is fucking boomies. Boomerangs Bar and Grill, I think maybe it was called. I don't fucking know. I've never eaten food there. That sounds disgusting. Um, I love bar food. Boomies was a wonderful, magical place. I would rather go there than Harry Potter World any day. Um, and you could get a bucket for $2, and if it was tequila, it was $3, but it's fine because you're still getting a bucket of tequila sunrise for $3, and Indiana PA in the past couple months has closed Boomies. And I, I will, could go down a list of places I I'm so sad are closed. I will never recover. I don't even live there anymore, and I'm so upset. I love Boomies so much. I think about it every day. Damn. Pour, pour one out pour one for out Boomies. boomies. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um, well, one, I got to say, much better of an episode. 100%. I feel way better about this one. I'm so glad that you deleted that episode, too, because yeah. I... It will it, never, ever, ever be be discussed. We also literally like we said things that had to get so cut out because we just shared like too much too much like personal information. We were not okay. We should not have recorded that episode. <laughs> no, we shouldn't have. The, the only thing I want to include, oh fuck, I just like karate yeah. chopped my mic. Yeah, yeah. Um, the one thing I want to include is just like thank you guys for who listened and reached out to us. It like throughout the week it like literally just filled my heart oh, with so, so much joy so happy because yeah. like i was so nervous to start this oh yeah and the fact that like our friends were have been so supportive and awesome and our first episode almost has like a hundred views yeah that's like, so fun that's a good start yeah it, a, imagine us talking to a, a room of a hundred people no yeah <laughs> like insane so like thank you guys so much and for everyone who reached out just thank you um I'm Connor. You can find me on Instagram or Twitter with at Connor with a K. That's K-O-N-N-O-R-W-I-T-H-A-K-A-Y. Literally, Connor with a K. Wow. Um, I'm Sarah. You can only find me on Instagram, and it's just Sarah Jobes, S-A-R-A-J-O-B-E-S. All right, cool. And on that, guys, thank you so much. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. oh. And we have a TikTok oh, for that's the podcast. Right. We and actually recorded just... video for this one, so. Ayo. <laughs> that was us pointing at the camera. Yeah. Um, the TikTok is just uh, strictly platonic pod. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's it. And when just... I figure out the login to the YouTube. We'll also have a YouTube and an Instagram, but for now. <laughs> I'm locked out of those. We, we fucked up. We is a strong word. Connor it's... fucked up, yeah. but I didn't want to be mean to him because I was mean to him about it yesterday, so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we'll explain on a later episode how that all happened. But for now, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.